two senseis and a casual. Be start recording. What's up, y'all? I'm already. I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> huh? Oh, we are. Oh, whoa, whoa, my bad. Oh, you don't have to yell. Um, you guys know who this guy L.A. Knight is? He's a wrestler. Yeah. Have you heard no. his name? Anything about him? Yeah. So apparently, he's a big knockoff of The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin combined. I did not know this. I watched his highlights uh-huh. today. His specials are the People's Elbow. And like a diamond cutter stunner. <laughs> How is this guy blowing up right now? I I don't watch wrestling, so no. I, I don't <laughs> you, know. I thought you guys say you know who he was. I've like heard of him. Okay, okay. He's, he's been on social media a lot, but I I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched wrestling. I want to, but there's like nobody for me to like relate to. So I just I, that's what that's kind of why I'm bringing it up. Would you watch this guy? I don't know him, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Gerard. He looks so goddamn corny. He looks. He just looks like a joke. After hearing you say that he knocked off The Rock and Stone Cold, and you corny, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I don't. I don't know how I would feel about that. But I mean, I would give it a chance. I think I seen one segment with him making fun of uh, Logan Paul. I think that that actually did make me laugh. So I'll give him credit for that. Gotcha, gotcha. So there was an interview that just came out. I guess Kevin Nash was like bashing him for like not making his own lane and like stealing their styles pretty much. So, mm-hmm. beat when he does the people's elbow, you know how Rock goes to one rope, then the next. Yeah. This guy just goes to one rope back and then he does the elbow. And then the stunner, it's like, it's like a diamond cutter almost. She's, he just jumps a little higher than they used to. It's kind of, it's so corny, but like, so. About two weeks ago, I heard his name. Who does he? Who does he wrestle for? Uh he's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, man. he's in the WWE. He's not an AEW guy. But from what I heard, he he blew up in like Impact Wrestling or something, and people loved him. So, yeah, now he's making a name in the WWE, and people people are on the hype train. I guess he's like in contention to win a belt right now. Um, but then Booker T came out and said everything comes back around like history does. So. You know, you got a guy kind of who was inspired by both of them, and, you mm-hmm. know, he's kind of making his own way with that. But I don't know. I was just curious if you guys have heard about him or or knew anything about him. I've heard about him, uh, but I, I, I haven't. I can't say I watch a full match of his. I watch, like, okay. a second of him coming out and talking about Logan Ryan. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's the extent of my uh, <laughs> history of that man. <laughs> well, all I've seen, the only clip I've seen, I haven't seen a full match, but i just seen him getting his, his ass kicked by these dudes called the Hit Squad. Then all of a sudden, he busts out the stunner and the people's elbow, and people are losing their fucking minds. So, yeah, it's uh, it's something something to keep an eye on. <laughs> What's his name again? L.A. Knight. It's such, it's LA not Knight. even a good, oh. it's not even a good name. Like, <laughs> hey, shout out to L.A. Knight. <laughs> um and then yeah. something for you gerard my little historian mm-hmm. mariah is on the trail on tiktok about this taiga ice ice baby song that's supposed to drop do you know anything about that no what about it what happened apparently he he's he's got a song that he's been teasing for like two months now and raya you want to come tell gerard about this real quick about the taiga thing she can explain a little better than i can 
but he's okay. been teasing a song for like two months and it's it's an ice ice baby like cover pretty much i, I thought you would have heard about it or something <laughs> No, I don't follow Tiger, so I, I, that's probably why okay. it missed me. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who's following this dude right now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. But Here. if he does make a remake, yeah, that's gonna be. This song has been all over TikTok for like six weeks now. Okay. And he yeah. just keeps teasing that it's gonna get dropped, and I have to watch all these TikToks with Ice Ice Baby in the middle of July, and I can't even bump it. <laughs> I'm upset about. I'm it. upset. Louder. I'm upset. Louder. I'm upset. By the time the song comes out, I'm gonna be done. It's gonna be winter. But the snippet is fire. I can't Ice Ice Baby in the snow. It's it's fire. What, what's the catch line he's got? Ops going brazy. <laughs> oh my god! Clock on me, baby. Thank you. Oh my Thank god! You. <laughs> I appreciate the this there. Yeah. Oh, so man. I'll put a if I can put a snippet in, I will. But yeah, it's got TikTok going crazy. I guess. Please put a snippet in. Oh, I can't wait for this now. Yeah. On me, baby. I got the ops going crazy. Stop, listen, hip got a western If I reach for a hope a nigga get the message Hope that he Christian, nigga need a blessing Shorty back it up like she looking for directions Niggas ain't threatening, niggas ain't stepping She just told me funny. about it right when I got home And then I saw her status the other day And she, I was like, Tyga's got a song people care about right now? Like, <laughs> you know, Tyga always got a banger though So, you know I was gonna say, if there's one thing about Tyga Somehow, some way that man he somehow he, he, he's like little John. He can drop one single year and be set the rest of his life. Like yeah, that's all he needs. So, I don't <laughs> doubt feature. him. But... I mean, he was uh, he's just on Dave East album. Like the yeah, last person I expected yep. to see on that album. You want to talk yep. about it? Let's get into it. Hear about it? What you get think into about it? it? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm starving. I'm eating these wings right now with a, with a quesadilla. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here though. I'm here. Wait, though, wait, but... wait. Where are the wings from? This is a place called uh. Uh huh. Oh, I gotta look at my phone. Okay, I'm on DoorDash all the time. It's not like a well-known chain. I feel like a lot of the well-known chains for wings have fallen off heavy. I like uh, Wing Snob. Snob, Wing Snob yeah. is fire. This place is called Urban Grill. Huh. Last okay. quesadilla. Never heard of it. Wings are good. Their burger is trash. The lamb chops <laughs> is trash. But they quesadilla wings. It's a spot Damn. by you, B. It's a spot by you. I just went to yesterday called Lily Bell's. It's right off of, um, what is it, 10 Mile in Southfield. But it's inside of a liquor store, so you know it's fire. That shit was mm. good. That shit had, I had the... What do they have? They had... Like, yesterday, I had lamb I had lamb chops, shrimp, macaroni and cheese, and greens. And that shit was fire, bro. Like, so. That does sound good. What's this place called? Texas to me. Yeah, I'm going to go. But yeah, so Davies before we got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sidetracked yeah, into yeah. food. Come on, about them clothes. I want you naked on it. Don't act bougie with that watch because we'll take your rollie. Hungry on eighth. I got a taste for manners. Take them bitches' phones. I don't play with cameras. I spent nights alone. I had to make a sandwich. Already ordered store bread and I'm trying to take advantage. I really fuck with Ak. You always get me right. Chicken wings and rice. Right. <laughs> Um, I, love, I liked it. <laughs> I saw that track listing. 
I said, no, I can't do this yet. I'm gonna have oh, to. I'm gonna see, have to give myself some time. It's a tease though, B, because it it's like it's like uh, Logic's album. Uh, every other track's like an interlude, like a like a right. 15, 30 second interlude. That's why. Yeah. Okay. It's it's really it's it's like half the tracks, and it's only it's only an hour long. Right. It's only an hour oh, long, okay. but like yeah. Drew said, yeah, I know it's every, very intimidating. Yeah. Like Drew said, every what he got like one, two, three. Five interludes. So it's not really that long. Yeah. So six six interludes, including the damn six intro, interludes. I guess. Right. Yeah. So yeah. But it's, so really it's fire. It's like 18 I, tracks. <laughs> yeah. Like I love the you know the interlude where uh you know his pops say here I go in the interlude. And then mm-hmm. the first yep. song is uh Basically, the intro produced by Cool and Dre with a feature from Kid Capri. That's dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's the start from there. So, I, I really, I like this album. I like Dave East. So, it was good to hear him, you know, instead of, you know, how he do, like, he'll put together an album and say it's a mixtape or something like that instead of it being exactly. a real album. And this, this felt like an album. So, you know what I loved too, Gerard? He dropped a line about his first album, how people weren't fucking with him after he dropped his first album album, you know? Yeah. And he acknowledged that on this. And what I love is he corrected all those mistakes from this and just spit his heart out again. What he's known exactly. for, you know, that's what people want. The first yeah. album was so commercial that I think it just threw everybody off of his sound. Like nobody was ready for something I like agree. that. And exactly. I mean, if you're, I mean, an artist like Dave East, I'm sorry, but you're not a commercial guy. I mean, you're going to get your streams from your fans, but you're not going to, you're not going to sell records like you think you are, you know? No. So Drew, for anybody out there, when you say, when you say too casual, what do you mean? Uh, no, I know commercial, commercial. His, his, his first album was like very chick song heavy. If I could put it that mm-hmm. way, a lot of beats yep. that don't really fit his style. Like, it sounded like the the studio or not the studio, the record label pretty much like picked tracks for him, you know, yep. ones that they wanted to be put on the album. It's kind of what happened with uh, Lupe's Fiasco's Lasers, you know, people that was uh, his third album and the it was completely uh, label made and Lupe really didn't have a say in it. And I feel like that's what happened with Dave East on his first album. So this he had way more yeah. cr- uh, creative control and it shows like he's he's spent what he wants and I love it. Yeah. It's a really good album. I agree. And he still got some girl tracks on there, but that's what I mean. Like Davies built a following when he first came out off his mixtapes. So you should stay mm-hmm. like you've already built a fan base. The issue that I have with is like, so he signed with Def Jam. Def Jam is trying to sell a bunch of records. So they put him with Chris Brown. You know, they got him rapping on all these girl tracks and stuff like that because they feel like he's an attractive dude and girls like him. But Girls also like to listen to music. They don't always just like to look at a dude. You know, you still got to have something that they like listening to. <laughs> and they like listening to this dude from his music previously. So you ain't got to go and try to reach for stuff. Now, I think that was the problem with his first album, that it was a reach. You know, so. But this album is dope. Like, I think it's a it's, it's back to the basics of who he is as a rapper. And then you add in some, like, if you want to spend money on stuff, Spend money on good music, good producers and stuff like that. It don't have to be like, you know, forcing the issue with the commercial tracks. And I didn't feel like I got that from exactly. this. Exactly. So. I mean, just to go... B, did you listen to it at all? No. What was your favorite songs from it? Okay. Uh, my favorite songs, Gerard, uh, 
uh come too far which is track two that's one of the best tracks on there uh yeah. long way with Cordea's fire damn's fire fine. good 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 yeah. is one of my favorite tracks that's my good favorite good track. good might be yeah. one of my catchiest tracks this year to me yeah um yeah. wdgaf with g easy's fire that's a mm-hmm. dope yep. record right there uh dope boy i really like the whole album i really do the whole album was really good yeah it's such a funny name for the track but the last track hallway piss it's such a yeah dope track <laughs> that's like, a dope track yeah i like that it's, yeah. a, it's about it's about living yeah. in the projects B. yeah <laughs> but it's called hallway yeah. piss so i'm gonna piss on it <laughs> yeah um what, what about yours man uh, all the tracks you name, yep. uh, can't make this up was fire mm-hmm. as well. Um, good things with Ty Dolla Sign. Um, I enjoyed Jada's verse on Weirdos. That was dope. And Hallway Pisses actually, yeah, I really enjoyed that track too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that was a really good track. But yeah, <laughs> for uh, Davies. So what's funny? Uh, what's funny when I heard that song, I didn't know. I didn't know Hallway Piss was the name of the song. And when he said it in the yeah. song, it just sounds like a normal bar. And then you right. look at the track, and he's like, "Motherfucker, that's the name of the track!" Like, yo, he, yeah, he ran <laughs> so, out of titles. Like, hey, it was like, <laughs> "Hurry up and throw this on here!" Like, <laughs> yeah, but the the album is called Fortune Favors the Bold. Uh, it's a really good album. Yeah. I, I recommend y'all check it out from Davies. You listen to anything else? What do you guys give it? I give it an eight. I give it an eight. I gave it about an eight and a half, so we're right on track. Yeah, it's a really good album for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, listen to anything else? I skimmed King Von's album, and I'm not. I just, oh, I'm not a big King Von guy. It, it ain't for me. It's okay. I tried. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about his style. I'm just, I'm just really not into. Yeah, I, I mean, I hate posthumous albums, so it's really hard for me to like get into his stuff. But I was gonna listen to that, and I was gonna listen to uh, what's his name, Lil TJ. Yes, Lil TJ. I was gonna listen to both of those, <laughs> but, yeah, but I I didn't listen to it yet. So I gotcha. B, what what would you do? Would you watch anything? <laughs> I listened to an album called uh, "Down in the I 2 It's by hmm. the Mussolini and Ninth Wonder. Actually, just oh, dropped. Shit. Oh yeah, I heard about that. You yeah. Did you like it? Shit. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> um, I listened. What? So what made me listen to it is. Uh, Ty, shout out to Ty. Uh, mm-hmm. sent me the song Go Get Him. Shorty, tell me what you want, what you want, what you want, what you want. Music for the players you could go and ball to. I can make you famous if I really want to. Polo bear bucket, we don't shop in Marshalls. Skyscraper, fly nigga. And it's, it's, uh, they sampled Anita, Anita Baker on there. Mm-hmm. Really good song. I recommend it. And then when I was on my way to the gym, I'm like, you know what? The album's only 13 tracks, 37 minutes, so I just knocked it out a little hmm. earlier and saw it. I think you guys like it. Other than that, I've listened to a lot of singles this week, so I finally found a song. Corday has a song on 2K. I cannot find the name of it, but it's called Super. Man. Oh, it's on his last album, his yeah, uh, From a Bird's album. Eye View album. Yeah. I know. I knew I heard it before. I just could not remember the name, so I finally found the actual name today, so got me ready for the gym this morning. Let okay. You've uh, been grinding, eh? <laughs> turn your click up. New feature with Quavo Future. Uh, Future had a shot towards Russell Wilson, so mm, thought yeah. all this time they'd be cool. <laughs> Clearly, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> added a song called BQE. It's by Code of the Friend. Features Joey Badass and and Boss. 
Uh, hmm. So if y'all haven't heard that, definitely will check that out. Added MIA, Bad Bunny featuring Drake. Did not know they had a song together. Well, that's um, a weird ooh. combo. Actually, it's pretty dope. It's actually pretty dope. I think actually when it comes to comparisons, I think Bad Bunny is who Drake's is chasing as far as numbers and, and money wise. A hundred percent. So oh, it's, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool to see him on. I don't know. The song is from 2018. So it's not like it's anything new. But at this point in their careers, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's that's more so who he's targeting. So, hmm. yeah, I would uh, I would check those out. Okay. Uh, you want to tell us about your experience at that concert? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I forgot the concert was after we recorded. So, yeah. It's a week First ago. Off, yeah. ask, ask that ask that nut ass question you you asked in the group chat. <laughs> that nut ask that nut ass question. <laughs> yeah, let's start there. Why? Oh man. Why was Drake? <laughs> Why was Drake floating around in a cum bubble the whole time? <laughs> oh, oh, little Wayne's just too good. Oh, he wasn't. I don't even know. <laughs> Where that even came from? He did have sperm. I was gonna say, why was there floating semen around in the background? Come on now. I mean, there's kids at this show. Floating sperm and floating around in a cum bubble the whole concert. Two different things. Let's start there. A lot of his songs include ladies, so let's. I think I worded it incorrectly in the text. So yeah, why was there floating cum bubbles around in the background? It's called sperm, Drew. Um, <laughs> or or just, semen. Yeah. Just weird, yes. but he has a lot of songs about ladies, so you know, put two and two together. Um, you know, we all got here versus that image actually. So Hey, none of us would be here without come. Uh but no, overall the concert was good. Um I had really high expectations, but then I I forgot it's been five years since he's toured, which mm. it doesn't feel like it's Damn. been that long. God, I feel like he tours like every other year or something. That's, that's what that's it felt like, right? Wild, so yeah. Five years, it was like, damn. Uh, let's see. He really went deep into his bag as far as like music he performed. I was expecting like Certified Lover Boy and, you know, some some a lot of uh, recent stuff. But, I mean, he performed Marvin's Room. Um hmm. He performed a good amount, actually. You guys would have liked it. Uh, if you're reading this, you're too late. Ugh. He performed. He performed like uh, he went. He went deep into his bag. He didn't do any of the house music from like honestly, never mind. Or he did a house music. He actually has a part in the set where he goes up by where the DJ is, like in a DJ booth, almost like a party, mm-hmm. and like basically was like next to the DJ singing some of his house music. So he did a little bit of everything. Uh, I guess I expected him to go longer. Pause. It wasn't <laughs> like a short show, but. Uh, the show with Super <laughs> definitely seemed like it was longer. If you ever go to a Drake concert, don't expect Drake to start on time. Oh, um, yeah. I'll definitely start there. Drew, you're you're aware of the last show. <laughs> we do. We were there for a while sitting. Yeah, the doors were supposed to open at 6, right? The doors didn't open till 7. The concert was supposed to start until 7. So my biggest beef is with LCA and their security. There's, like, no structure for the lines outside when you were waiting. Mm-hmm. Um and I also have a, a side topic that I'll ask you guys about. But, yeah, so so the line, nobody knew where to go. They finally start opening the door, so everybody's trying to get inside. They start telling certain people if they don't go to the back of the line because they assume they were cutting, they wouldn't be let inside the building. Oh, my God. I wouldn't move in no goddamn where because they had me fucked <laughs> up. I was waiting. But, yeah, like, I, I just don't know. 
I don't know where the the organization was like, but I mean, everybody got in. Um, I took some L's today for sure. I parked at the LCA uh, parking structure. Oh God! Oh, how long was you in there? Sixty bucks yeah. or more. Guess how much the parking was, Drew. You are extremely close, actually. It's, that you, is, it's like it's like sixty seven. Like I've been in there before. It's not. That's not yeah. worth it. Fifty five dollars, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any signs or anything. You don't find out until I hand my car to the guy. He put the card in the machine, gave it back, and then you see. $55, dude. I need to break in real quick. For anybody that ever goes to an event downtown Detroit, parking at MGM is free, and it's only a, a, a mile walk from LCA, from from Comerica, from all that. And it's free parking there. I could have parked at the Z-Lot for $10. You could have done that. Park, yeah. But. You could have parked in Highland Park and took the queue line. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm I just, mean... I'm just saying, they're, they're, they're uh, adding parking like everywhere now because that shit's ridiculous around LCA. Yeah. So took the L there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was starving. See, I'm starving like Marvin, girl. So I got... I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it! A shawarma... Some nachos mm. and a Powerade. Guess oh, how much damn. they cost? You 40, spent fifty dollars right there. 40, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a hundred right there. Yeah, <laughs> parking and food. I got the tickets at a great deal. Like it was, it was great. <laughs> I, I saved way more than I expected to. But between those two things right there, basically gave my money that's, back to Drake. So you know, right? <laughs> it was almost like a greenly getting robbed but when you get a drink at lca by the way like my powerade you have to take the lid off before you mm-hmm. like leave what like what what am or, i missing what yeah or if you get a bottle of coke you have to pour it into a cup or something that's the other no no, so no you just have to literally take the lid off leave the lid inside the store what security <laughs> risk am i Right. All the weed that was in the studio, <laughs> what is it about the Powerade bottle that y'all think? I, I just didn't, I didn't understand that one. And if you got a hike, like, I, I, I didn't get it. But back to the show. Um, <laughs> Drake, Drake did really well, but it wasn't my favorite concert. I enjoyed the mm. Drake and Future more. 21 Savage was finally there, and I feel like that was a makeup. When I went mm. to see J. Cole, he was supposed to be there, but wasn't. So I finally got to see... Uh, 21 Savage in concert. Nice. Probably the biggest highlight is when 21 Savage came out. He came out to Fantasia when I see you, which is just the opposite of anything you expect watching that show. So he's going through the crowd. They both came out through the crowd, by the way. So just picture 21 Savage coming out to Fantasia when I see you blasting <laughs> and just how funny that image will be. But Overall, it was solid, man. It just, it just, I had high expectations. Last time I seen Drake, it was just like this life changing moment for me. Like I saw Drake yeah. for the first time in concert, went home, packed, and then went to Cali, and it just was this like great, yeah. excellent moment. You had an experience. And this time I saw Drake, and then it was over. And it was like, yeah, you know, y'all yeah, saw Drake again, <laughs> but it just, there was no moment in concert where. Certain concerts can give you like this high. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like this natural, like, damn, this is really dope right now. Like looking around, all the people in the venue, like this amazing moment. I've had it a few times, like with J. Cole when he performed mm. uh Forest Hill Drive. Amazing, dude. Like 
just this incredible moment. I didn't get that from this concert. So it's not like I'm disappointed. I just from from you expect more. I expected more. That that's what yeah, I expected more. But I mean Drake just talked about how a lot of the memories that he had here, because we're so close to Canada, obviously. He talked about being in a studio with uh Big Sean. Kid Rock, Big Sean, and Eminem at the same time. Like just being hmm. this like new guy from Canada. And it's just crazy. Like to to hear his catalog and it just goes back to like the amount of hits he has is just crazy, dude. Like, he ain't even getting all this shit. So, no, overall, I would, I would say it was a solid concert. Um, concerts in general, we're starting to see a change. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Lil Baby uh, has a lot of yeah. his shows being canceled because yep. he can't sell out certain venues. Um, I think we take, a granted, we take for granted how hard it is. Like, so when I say Drake being compared to Bad Bunny, like, they're another stratosphere. Like there's, there's only a handful of artists that are on that level. But then you have Lil Baby who has been really successful, but like he don't have the catalog compared to Drake. That's the thing. The catalog, but then I forgot, and I'm glad I'm saying this, because like being at the Drake concert, you see older people, older couples there. Uh you see all different types of nationalities there. You see young kids there, like Every, I guess, every part of the spectrum, as far as a fan, white, black, like, Hispanic, Indian, everybody's there. Oh, yeah. You think about Lil Baby, like, that same spectrum, everybody's not familiar with Lil Baby. Like, he's an right. incredible artist, but he's just not on that level. So Agreed. It's, it's unfortunate to see him have to cancel some of his, his uh, shows, but at the same time, that's what your management is for, like. This could have been easily avoided. You know, go to cities mm-hmm. you know really will rock with you. Like, go to venues, venues that are realistic. That's how I feel. He, I, from what I heard, some of the tickets for for little babies are like in the two two hundreds for like Upper Bowl. I'm like, bro, you don't have that. You don't have the hits like Drake has to be charging that. And I mean, that's shame on his team for booking those. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I fully yeah. agree. So. I think it's an issue with price, like the price gouging. It's the issue with the price gouging as mm-hmm. well as like they're not picking the right venues. Like so, it's the price of everything. Like, okay, I went to a Drake concert. You go, you have to remind yourself this experience. Like, you know, he was selling memorabilia and stuff like that. I was trying to think actually after the concert when my coworkers was like, "Yeah, little baby's coming to town. I might go see him." I don't know if I would actually go to a little baby concert. Like, no, nope. I respect him as an artist, but thinking of him and his show, like. No, I I don't really think I would, you know, go out of my way to spend, like you said, dry. Like, the way concert ticket pricing is general right now, no, like, I don't think I could do it. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of it. Wasn't uh, Ed Sheeran in town this week, too, at Ford Field or something like that? Yes. I say, yesterday. think of what we had in Detroit lately. You got Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, Drake. Lil Baby ain't nowhere near that kind of artist that, like, can draw a crowd like those. I mean, if I'm thinking... I like Lil Baby at Four Field Comerica are the two biggest arenas. LCA is probably the third, right? I'd say Lil Baby could probably sell like the Fox or like the Fillmore yeah. or something like that. You know, you that, sure. that's doable. That's his, I don't yeah, think that's... he's at, yeah. I don't think he's at stadium, stadium, uh, what am I trying to say? Like stadium capacity for a concert. Like that's not yeah. his, you know? So, yeah, I, I completely agree, B. No, I agree. But, you know, yeah. I seen somebody else say something about streaming, 
and it gives them a false idea of like who their fan base is because of their streaming numbers. And it's like you you got to know who's actually listening to your album and the fan base that you have. Like mm-hmm. B said, that's your management because you get analytics. And when you when you creating these tours, the they to put together the like your routes and the logistics for your tours, it tells you, hey, your fans. They give you a list and they say, here's where most of your fans are in America. And you can either mm-hmm. book in those places or book near those places to set up your tour. Baby knows where his fans are. And you know the exact number of those fans instead of just looking at your streaming numbers. So he know that his, instead of him booking for like a Little Caesars Arena, because Baby is not going to sell out LCA. But he'll sell out the Fillmore for right. sure. And the Fillmore yeah. is a nice, that's a nice venue. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not Agreed. nothing to sneeze at. I think Baby could even sell out the Fox. That's a nice venue. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, yeah. but they're shooting for stadiums, and that's you're not that artist. You're not that artist to sell out a stadium. So You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I think, I think there was really, like, this emphasis to try to make – and I don't want this to come across as, like, we're slandering Lil Baby because we're not. We're just being realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, right. Lil Baby was kind of being built up to being like that next like superstar when he released his album. There's high expectations. Yep. Then he had that documentary, I think, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he was kind of being built up. So at the same time, like, I'm sure it's a disappointment, but you just kind of got to be realistic. I think the best artists are able to navigate different avenues to where it's not just rap for them. You kind of seeing it a little bit because Lil Baby is starting to be in commercials and whatnot, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think this is a good time to assess his career and be like, you know, the the average rap career only is supposed to be like three to four years. Like, yeah. right. you talk about the Drakes, the Nas's, the Eminem's, the Jay Z's. Like, it's like an NFL career. It's, it's short lived for a lot of guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, a lot of times this music was 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 an avenue for guys to get a better life. So, I really think we just we just need to. We need younger artists to understand, like, okay, how can I take this career to pivot to something else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the way TikTok and music is going in general, where like everybody's crazy about the best hit, and you know the attention span is not there. Like, I think Lil Baby is a good artist to pioneer. Like, okay, my career is at this point. Where can I go now? Yeah, I, I, I think don't know it's, it's I think it's this team trying to push him to the next level. Like you said, they're presenting him as a superstar, right? And he has the commercial where they're um, playing his songs on the commercial and stuff like that. So he's getting more visibility. But I, I still think like sometimes you gotta. I would rather this is me as a person if I'm if I'm giving a recommendation to an artist, I'd rather you sell out fast than not sell out at all. So I'm not gonna shoot that far up. So if I book like the Majestic or I book like um, uh, the Fillmore, I'd rather that sell out really quickly because at least we know that's gonna sell out. I'd rather add another date than to try to book LCA. Yeah. And you got to cancel that date because you're not filling up the house. Like, I'd rather do that. It's an R&B artist out, um, that's coming. Out. She has a new album coming out. Her name is Victoria Monet. I'm going to her concert. She's super dope. Um, she she booked the Majestic. Detroit is the first date on her tour. That shit sold out in 30 minutes. Like, and so, like, Damn. that's her thinking, like, yeah. yeah, that's her thinking, like, oh, maybe maybe my fan base is not as big as I thought I haven't toured in a minute and people are like we're ready to see you baby got to do the same thing mm-hmm. that's what I would have did so well even think I'm thinking about it now like Jeezy Gucci when they come they they never go to like 
Ford Field, right. America, like they go Masonic yeah, Temple, the Fillmore Fox. They, they go yeah. to the smaller ones. Um, right. trying to think of some more artists. Like they know their demographic, though they know who's gonna come. You know, so like, right? I feel, I feel the thing with Baby too. And like we said, we're not slandering them, but that last album didn't hit like his first album did. It didn't, didn't do numbers like his last one did. So like Gerard said, the analytics team should have seen that and been like. I mean, let's like let's let's do maybe the Fox two nights, you know. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get, I don't know, fifteen thousand people in two nights instead of trying to fit forty thousand at one night. Like it's not going to happen. But yeah, like right. you said, B, Jeezy and Gucci always sell out every single time they're here. They charge sixty, seventy bucks, which mm-hmm. I think is fair for a concert like that. You know, you're right. getting two artists. So, I, I baby. I think he, I think he needs to humble himself with this, you know. I mean, it's not good news to hear that now. A lot of people have seen it already, so he's probably going to take another L. May have to cancel the tour. Who knows? But I, I think he needs what he needs to do is just go grind, make a few hits, you know, get that longevity in the bag now if he really wants to do this. Yeah, I, I think like you said. I mean, just just pivot like smaller venues, you know, take the L. And just just have it amazing. I haven't ever heard anybody say anything about a little baby show, so I really don't know mm-hmm. what to expect. Like, I, I've never seen him perform anything, so I don't know what his energy energy level is. Uh, the comparison I'm thinking of is Twenty One Savage, just because he was with Drake. Um, if Twenty One Savage was by himself, he definitely wouldn't have sold out LCA. And I don't know, like, it, it's it's just. Are you able to reach into R and B bag? Are you able to, to reach into certain features? Like, which was another thing I wanted to discuss with you guys. Are are, are the days done where the top rapper just you know would almost every summer would want to prove that they were that guy, so they would be featured on everything? Mm-hmm. Think of like Prime Wayne. We're talking about Drake. Think of the summers where Drake like was hopping on every damn feature he could and just ripping it. Uh, Who's some other guys that just would go hard? Ludacris during his yeah. his his peak. Like, who is doing that now? I mean, we're talking about Lil Baby. One compliment I could give him was like a year or two ago, he was the guy hopping on all the features and just going crazy, like to mm-hmm. where he mentioned himself with Lil Wayne. But like, does that happen anymore? Or I, I just uh the only one I can think who's really been on a good amount of albums is Lil Dirk this year. You know, he's been. He's been on quite a few projects, not a ton, like, like, or not a ton of singles either, but he's the only one that comes to mind that I, I, it's, it's, you're right though. It's not like it used to be. They used to have the MTV top hottest artist of the year, you know, like the summer list. And I don't even think they do that anymore. Has hip hop, is hip hop losing slowly, but surely is competitive nature? No, Mm. I think that, I think where you just being short sighted is not the dudes, it's the girls. Cardi's been killing this summer. So Cardi been on a lot of shit. So the girls have been, it's the, it, the last couple of years been the year of the woman. So these dudes are getting into other shit, you know what I'm saying? On social media where they're going back and forth with one another, but the girls are the ones that's chart hitting the charts and stuff like that. So it, it still happens. That's it's true. just not what's what we expect. So who's the artist? I guess when it comes to female artists that are hopping on features, you name Cardi, but, but who else? Is it is it something you think is happening as much as it did in the past? As far as just any I, any artist hopping uh, on, yeah, because it used to be like a thing, like like all right, yeah. this is the hottest artist in the game, and every time they touch 
a matter of fact, they, it's almost like they were seeking out features and just ripping it. Yeah. Like Gerard, you sent me right. that that clip of mixtapes, like Lil Wayne saying hopping on somebody beat and killing that shit. Like, yeah, that don't really happen no more. Like, I I just that's I guess from a nostalgic standpoint, that's something that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. I will say that women are leading the game. Like, uh, who did I actually see? Lil Boozy, I think. What was he commenting on? He commented on. Oh, the island, the island boys, island uh, boys kissing. Yeah. Seen it, but I seen it. Yep, have have went oh, viral for kissing. <laughs> Lil Boozy mm-hmm. commented on that and just was was <laughs> ripping basically this generation of male rappers, um, and essentially said like that's why y'all getting killed right now by the ladies. And to your point, Dry, to Boozy's point, yeah. to a certain extent, like the ladies are killing the game right now. Uh, yeah. Lotto is is Lotto. probably one of the top in the game. Lotto, Lotto's another one, yeah. It's like Glo- Glorilla, too. You see her Glorilla. all the time hopping on stuff. Glorilla. Sexy Red is even. Sexy I mean, Red, like yeah. Her <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up there. So why are women more successful right now in the game than, than men? They make better music. They're more entertaining right now, To just to be honest. Like, they're making the better records. Like if you got some dudes that make good records, that shit is going to, the cream is going to float to the top. But the girls are making the better records right now. A lot of the dude stuff is real, like, violent. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what girls are making. Girls are making party music, stuff that you want to go outside to. The dudes are making shit where if you playing that shit, you probably trying to gear up to start a war or something like that. And that shit not always fun. So... That's why the girls making the music because they like summertime is about like enjoying yourself, having fun and stuff like that. So when you hear the music, when you heard like B, when you talking about all the artists hopping on stuff, they're hopping on shit to get heard, like to hear on the radio. When you turn on the radio now, you hear a bunch of women. You know what I'm saying? So like that's that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. I think the women are more entertaining. Not only do they look good, you know what I'm saying? They making good music. So these dudes not making good music. Simple to me. Just at an interesting time right now, music. So no, I I just wanted to chat about that a little bit. Um, and the this, the random side note that I had after going to that concert, I'm very very terrified for our future generations. Um, the amount of Let's kids talk. I saw, probably <laughs> 16 or younger, that were hitting vape pens like crazy at that concert, just has me concerned. I know it's the the cool thing to do. But I don't think people truly understand what vaping is. Like, vaping and cigarettes is like, hey, if, if if you smoke cigarettes, I'm not judging you too much. But, like, you used to have to be what? Did you, did you what, 18, I think, to buy cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's yeah. still the law. Apparently, they lowered it. But there was a lot of kids, a lot of kids, like, not just hitting vape pens, but, like, ripping vape pens, where I'm sure they're going through a hell of a lot. And I'm just, I just was concerned. I'm like, dude, I don't, shit, smoking cigarettes, that wasn't things Kiss was doing in like 14 and, and 16. Nobody like, was really doing it in high school either. That's the funny thing. No, if you pulled out a cigarette in high school, you was, he was getting judged. He was like, what are you, bro, what are you doing? What are you going through right now? Like, 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 like what's up with your life? Bro, now, I'm, I'm telling, I'm not even kidding, dude. Like, the amount of kids I saw hitting oh, yeah. babies, like, like crate and people are so like it's almost like a fixation where they don't even realize they're doing it because they just are so used to doing it now like it's the flavors on those things that they're addicted to it's just not even like you're hitting a cigarette you know it it tastes better than you're still getting the same effect but that's why they uh a couple years ago they had to like really ban that like flavored nicotine but 
I mean, they really didn't do a good job. People bro. are still addicted to the mint flavors and everything. Bro. I mean, what would the you rather mo- have, like a mint flavored uh, a breeze or like a menthol? <laughs> like, come on now. Bro. I mean, I expected <laughs> weed, obviously, at the concert. Oh, yeah. That ain't going nowhere. I, dude, I just was like, wow. Like, I couldn't believe the amount of kids that just yeah. was like hitting vape pens. And it just was like, no hesitation, no second thoughts, like just part mm-hmm, of their daily yeah. routine. So, I mean, I don't want to sound like that guy on the on the on the rocking chair, you know, in front of his in front of his house. But <laughs> damn, that probably was my biggest takeaway. I'm like, I didn't realize kids was hitting vapes like that. Like it's yeah. it's a it's interesting time we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. I would say that. How was uh? You know what's funny though about that concert? Just to go back to it, you said it was it seemed really quick, but at the same time we see reports that he spent like $230,000 to go like extra time, you know, to make up probably because he was late. But I know what you said, you said it seemed like it was a quick concert or do you not even realize that, that he went over the time, you know? No, I know. I mean, with concerts, they all have like sets. They know what time they're supposed to be out of there. Drake mentioned numerous times that, you know, uh, they were in his ear to stop the show, but he was willing to pay for it, which is cool. But like at a certain point he was like, all right, y'all just, you know, last one. But I don't know, man, I, if he would have started. So there's this like Jamaican guy, I guess that was the opening act. I don't know what his name was. I never heard any of his songs, but he came out. And then after that, you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally Drake came out altogether. Drake probably didn't come out. I said the show was supposed to start at seven. Probably between nine, 9.45 when he actually got out. Hmm. And then I think he Jeez. started mentioning, like, them wanting him to wrap up around 11 or so. So we're talking about, what, an hour, hour 25 15, minutes yeah. maybe? Yeah. So, I mean, with, with him and Future, shit, Drake by himself went, like, two hours. Right. He had at least a half hour of Future. So, I don't know. It just seemed... I don't want to say rushed, but you didn't get yeah, your I don't know what their, yeah, I, I don't know what their structure or the reasoning for the delay, but yeah, it wasn't. Also, also, I want to uh, fact check. Drake did not get fined for that. I think his people was just trying to tell him to uh, stop the concert because when he did his um, concerts in Pine Knob, they have a, a 11 p.m. curfew. LCA doesn't have a curfew, so he didn't get fined for anything. They was just mm. trying to stop the show, but he wasn't listening. So, but LCA does not have an 11 p.m. curfew. It's only for outdoor events. So, wow. obviously at Pine Knob, they have to cut it out because you'll still hear the music after 11 p.m. So, he was good. So. Is there any way to get fined without the the venue, like, contract? Like, when it comes to the contract, if you go over a certain amount of time, what's the repercussions from that? Or, like, what's stopping it? Um, I, I guess I don't know what his time limit was, but he has to pay for all the employees that's working there. He got to pay for that. So they, mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to pay more for the venue for that. Like to like, basically like if you rent out a building and you go from six to 12 and you got your workers there till two, you got to pay them that extra two hours. That's it. But it wasn't no fine mm-hmm. for like a violation. He didn't get fined for that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. No, he, <laughs> 
he mentioned at least three times. Uh, yeah, he, no, I I know it was a news article. The Free Press released it. Like he mentioned it on stage, but right. they were probably reminding him because, like I said, when he performed at Pine Knob, they actually do have an 11 p.m. curfew. So they were probably like, "Hey, the last time you were in Detroit, we got fined. So cut it." Is Pine Knob the new <laughs> the new name for uh, DT. DT. It's the DT, old name. Yeah. It's the old old new yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Pine Knob DT, then everybody petitioned for it to be Pine Knob again. Yeah. I'm actually I'm going there next month to see uh Nickelback for uh Sanger's Bachelor Party. <laughs> oh wow. I think I'm a I think I'm a bite the bullet and go see fifty cent. I just oh man, oh, I hate really? driving there. Yeah, I really hate driving there. <laughs> you know what I hate? I hate driving there, and then I hate getting out of there because there's only that one way, and it's a nightmare. No, getting out of there is the worst. Getting out of there is the worst. Yes, it is. Both both yep. of those. <laughs> like, and <laughs> so people people don't know Metro Detroit. Getting in there is terrible too. So like, it's only that one exit, and you got to get over to get into. Yeah, it's terrible. But I'm gonna do it. Yep. I feel like I'm gonna. <laughs> like, All right. so. And L- at LCA, I part, I part. I think on the level before the the top level, mm-hmm. I think level five. Dude, after the concert, I just we just everybody was just sitting because literally, yeah, yeah you can't get, get out. out no, nah, yeah, get out. So I paid fifty five dollars and couldn't get out in in a in a short amount of time. So it was it was, it was an awesome <laughs> ill. It was an awesome <laughs> ill. You should have caught an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 that was, yeah, no, that was, yeah. So Andy sent me the other day that uh, WJLB is having their summer block party. It's uh, mm-hmm. Ludacris, Juvenile, and Lil John, and it's at that that Michigan Amphitheater on Big or uh, Metro Parkway. And I was like, damn, kind of strapped for money right now because of the weddings mm. coming up and i i right. looked at general admission it was 85 for law and i was like oh i don't feel like doing that right now Man. like yeah. it's it's a great lineup of three good guys to see and it's just nothing but hits but 85 for lawn right now that doesn't Listen, sound fun juvenile's <laughs> tiny desk was amazing so i know the live concert mm-hmm. is gonna be way yeah. better yeah that one hurts but you know i'll see him eventually yeah i had a did you know or a random fact. Oh. Go ahead. Let's hear that random fact then. Yeah, go ahead, B. So it's more, it's, it's more so not a fact. It's like an artist taking advantage of a loophole. So I wanted to see how y'all felt about it. Okay. Travis Scott will take advantage of Billboard's new bundle rules with Utopia. There will be five separate CDs and vinyls, all with different covers available on release, but each counting as an individual sale. Oh, my God. You feel about that, that? that doesn't count. That's, That's so just... annoying. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't count. Well, not, let's let's really get into it. How to, there's how listen. Make- there's there's artists that used to have these like back in the day. Like every every album that came out had the regular edition and then the d- deluxe with like three extra songs, maybe a bonus DVD. But it still counted as one album. Like I don't get how just having a different cover art counts as five different albums. That doesn't make sense. I, that's whatever loophole that is. That's just. He the is it works. That's the loophole because it's still five discs. So you like that's still five albums. Whether you play that shit or not, you still got you still bought five albums. So 
It's stupid. I, I hate I? it, but it worked. B thoughts. It just doesn't feel right. It just you know it right. don't, I yeah. Don't, <laughs> I don't know what to compare it to, but I just I, I saw that and was like, this is corny. But yeah. Considering it's Travis Scott, I'm not I'm not even surprised he'd be the one to do it. Is there a release date on it yet? Not that I saw. I saw we or Draw posted about J. Cole and Boz coming out this week, and oh, then I know the week, week after that, uh post and then next week, uh, Post Malone drops his too. So mm-hmm. good two weeks of music coming up. Uh July. So according to Google, says July twenty third or no July twenty oh, first. Damn. So, oh, so next, this week. This week. This week. Yeah. This week. Shit. Yeah. Damn, he's going up against J Cole. That's uh, that's kind of ballsy. Well, one says July twenty first, and one says July twenty eighth. Probably probably five different release dates too for all five <laughs> albums. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but. We shall see. Hey, I don't know a, a, a Travis Scott project that I could say was a miss, so I have high expectations. That's fair. We'll I have. I, I got my thoughts about Astro World, but that's. I don't know if I've ever shared. I thought it was a great album. It was a great start to the album, and then to me, it just fades out towards the middle and end. It doesn't have that wow. same hypeness as like the first the first like eight tracks. I don't know. I was. I liked it. It just wasn't great to me. I thought his other two were way better. Pulling up the track listener right now. Stargazing and sicko mode. That's just energy right off the bat. You can't. You he never got back to that level on the album of those two tracks. You didn't like can't say with Don Tolliver or. Yeah, but it's not. It, it's not hype like those first two. That's what I'm saying. Like the 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 peak of those songs are like huge, like high energy tracks. He never got back to that point in the album. It just kind of rode along yeah. towards the end. You know what I mean? That's my only... Yeah. I don't know why I felt that way about that album, but it's just... It is weird to me. I feel like those tracks should have been... Stargazing was an amazing intro to start the album, but if Sicko Mode was, like, right in the middle middle of the album and just banged, I feel like I would have felt a little different about it. That's fair. Very interesting. That's just how I feel. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I think... Hey. Uh, Rodeo, I think, is his best project to me. So that's a great debut album. Did you like? I do like Rodeo. I do. I do like that album. They're but they're that both might good, be my favorite I, one. Yeah, I like those more than I liked Astro. Birds in the Trap. That should go. Birds in the Trap is my favorite. They're really yeah. good albums. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why Astro World let me down. I I didn't know it let you down. I, I that's. <laughs> That's, that's, hey, that's, Drew, Drew, we yeah. said okay. We said okay. You pushing. Now B gonna say something. Yeah, let, I'm, done. Down, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I hope is great. I hope Utopia is good. I really do. I like Travis Scott. I really like Travis. Even even amongst all that concert stuff, I mean, he's, he's found a way to keep quiet and bounce back. He did it the right way. So I'm very excited to see what he has to say on this one interesting but yeah as far as what have i watched i don't think i've watched anything movie there's a lot of good movies out i don't think i've watched anything yet there's a lot of stuff on strike or everything is on strike right now so it's a very interesting time in hollywood but uh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i support them uh, just just for for the record i support all the artists i I support the actors i support the writers it's just gonna be very boring and we just gonna have to deal with that because y'all need to pay them they deserve Mm -hmm. it Apparently the execs are waiting for house payments to need to be made and are expecting uh, the strike to to yeah. fold. So it's gonna be an interesting time. But shout out to everybody for sticking together because 
Yeah, no, that's it's it's some of the stuff I've seen as far as like wanting to be able to use AI and yeah. take the mm-hmm. likeness of certain actors and their voice. Like that's what I was saying. Like AI seems cute, but it's really not. It's really not. It's gonna it's gonna take away a lot of money. So I said, um, it's not even that they want to just use AI. They want to use it unlimited. So like, if they take an extra, they want to use your likeness un over and over again and not pay you for it just pay you that one time that's crazy yeah that's 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 corny i don't even know <laughs> that is that is that the audacity is is <laughs> my response to that the audacity but yeah no what have you guys watched have y'all watched anything i watched that uh the new movie with uh adam divine and pierce brosnan on netflix it's called the uh the outlaws, the outlaws. it's about Damn. uh you know yeah, yeah it's a little, little comedy action movie uh adam finds a girl and she hasn't seen her parents in years they live overseas in like some jungle then they show up for the wedding and they're like bank robbers so yeah it's just one of those funny little action comedies yeah. b if you like adam i highly suggest watching it because him and blake are in it blake plays his cousin and it's just it's a good funny little movie hour and a half right on the dot so hey, how movie should be that's yeah. all i need to hear about <laughs> hour and a half that, that, yeah. that, that's all i needed I'm, I'm gonna check it out yeah that and then uh i don't know why i had the urge this week i was like damn i haven't watched this show in a long time and i restarted the simpsons again my favorite show of all time so yeah i started i'm on end of season two right now and i got about 28 more to go (laughs) just a good background show honestly what show did i see that me and my coworker were talking about scrubs and Oh, it's another show that I got into. I never got into Scrubs. Scrubs was amazing, man. The That's last here. Last two seasons was trash, but the show in general, amazing. Such okay. a good show to binge. What was the other one? Oh, and Psych. Have you uh, ever watched Psych? I've seen episodes of it. Back nah, B day. B used to love Psych. B used to love Psych. <laughs> right. Just two hidden gems. Well, well, Scrubs <laughs> is a hidden, but Psych definitely is a hidden gem. If you have not watched those shows, check it out. Let me know what you think. But your yeah, other man. your other hidden gem you got me into it for a little bit was a uh, new girl. That show was funny for a while. <laughs> yeah, dude, all these that great was B shows. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I got to get back in my show bag. I'm I'm slowly yeah. getting back into my movie bag. By the way, are y'all gonna watch? Are y'all gonna see Barbie? Yeah, eventually, probably when it's free on something. <laughs> I'm not, but uh, Kiera rented out a theater. Her, she's gonna take her and my daughters. They're going to, and their friends, and her and her girlfriends are gonna go see the Barbie movie. So, oh geez, they're having a party. Okay, a Barbie yeah, okay. party. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Okay, <laughs> it's a little more adult. I'm, I'm curious. I want to hear what certain parents uh, think about, think of it after. Because in in the trailer that I saw, I was like, okay, this. This is uh, yeah, that, some of the some of you innuendos and yeah. <laughs> it's a little more grown up than I expected. So. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not gonna hold you up. That trailer looked lit. I was like, y'all gonna have a good time because I at first I was talking, first yeah. I was hating, and then I saw the trailer. I was like, nah, that kind of looked lit. So yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> it definitely intrigued me. I would I would not be uh, uh, against you know a Barbie date, but yeah, no, I, I've been going back and forth whether I like my money on it, but. Uh, the other movie, Open Hang, Open Hanger. How, do you have y'all seen any? Oppenheimer. Oh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer yeah, yeah. There's so much hype behind this movie. I I don't understand it. 
It's but, just because it's a Christopher Nolan movie, and people yep. stand by every project he's ever made. That's why. Yep. I just don't. I, <laughs> I, maybe I need to watch the trailer, but those are two movies now where people are, or I guess the two biggest releases. So, oh, Mission yeah. Impossible. How dare me? Mission Impossible. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Sanger said he just saw it. Said he said it was a really good movie. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a Mission Impossible from beginning to end. I've never. I have. Couple, Maybe couple one. Of them. I think one and two. I don't think I'm not either. Two was really good. I always see it on TV, but like I've never actually like locked in and been like, you know what? I'm gonna watch the Mission Impossible. So that might be my goal for this week. But just just just, <laughs> just power them all. Yeah, just power <laughs> through them, man. You know, take a little uh, gummy and just you know see where it takes you. <laughs> see where it takes Everybody you. needs to pick a classic movie franchise now. We all need to binge through them and come review in a week or two. Dry, what are you like picking? I gotta find one. <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> I really uh, like that. Fast and Furious says do not count. We've all seen. Them. Oh no, I'm not watching ten of them. So V's gonna do Mission Impossible. Mm. I got. It's got to be a movie where there's like probably Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard's Ooh, good. I've seen a good amount good. of those. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I've never seen the Terminator movie, so I'm gonna finally do it. I'm gonna Whoa. finally do I think it. I've seen two. I know. I know, I've Gerard. I've I've heard two is one of the greatest movies of all time. I've it, never it is. Seen it, so it is. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that this week. So uh, the Netflix documentary, uh, quarterback, produced by Peyton Manning. Mm. I watched that. Mm. So yeah, I do want to. see Yeah, my dad told me it was, it was amazing. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Um, it's really good. If you love football, you'll love it. And I have a. I talk shit about him a lot, but I have a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins. Like, they was whooping his <laughs> ass all season. They was, no. That's, that's they was fucking said. him up. <laughs> they was fucking him up all season, and he was powering through. Like, so, yeah. Like, I got a newfound Gerard, respect there's for Kirk a, Cousins. Uh, there's a scene my dad was telling me about where, like, he was after the game or something, and he was driving home with the wife. She's like, you know you still have to take the trash out. And he's just like, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, like, right. Oh my God, that's how you know. That's how you know they regular people. Cause she was pulling up, dog. He had just lost the worst playoff game of his life. This women, I tell you, he lost the worst playoff game of his life. She was like, she was like, oh, I forgot his trash day, bro. You should have saw his head hang. Like, ain't this about a bitch? Like, <laughs> like, like, dog. Yeah, that's funny. I, I gotta watch that. Uh, and also. Pat Mahomes is that guy. He is legit. Like we know, we we see all the shit like there during the games, but behind the scenes, nah, he's a maniac. Like, and he be talking hella shit too. And this be it'd be funny. Like, yeah, he's he's legit. Pat Mahomes is one of the how greats. much is his brother and wife on it? Are are they on it? So well? his 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 wife is on it a lot. His brother, he's in okay. scenes, but you know they can't let Jackson talk. Nah, you, I was gonna you gotta say, get him to fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what it was in me yesterday, but I binged two of the Mighty Ducks movies and I seen that I'm going to watch the yeah. third today just to complete the trilogy. Dude, such good movies, man. Just good, 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 good sports movies, good wholesome movies, good yeah. comedy, good little one-liners. Like, So yeah, I'm yeah. going to watch three today, which has my favorite line ever. It's... Uh, they're the the coach in college is working the hell out of them and uh julie the cat she goes to throw up he's like julie the cat what's the matter you got a fur ball julie the cat what's the matter you need a fur ball <laughs> it's just a great <laughs> <life>. <laughs> oh, so yeah 
I'm gonna do that today and chill. <laughs> also, shout out that. to Drew because um we was talking through text message and uh. Or I think we saw something on social media. Yeah, we saw something on social media, and he was uh, pointing out that Heavy D had produced uh, "Feel It in the Air." Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, and Heavy D is an amazing producer. Yes, that's what I said. B. Yeah, but he also he produced he produced a bunch of stuff. Like so, um, B. I know you know who sold for real is Candy Rain. So like he produced Mm -hmm. that. He produced Candy Rain. he produced is uh McGruff. This is how we do. It's an old nineties rapper. He used to rap with Cam and Mace. Jay Z Guns and Roses off of the Blueprint. He produced That's that. One, yeah. Pretty much all of the uh Soul for Real album. Um and a lot of his shit. I didn't know he self produced his own shit. Like because my favorite Heavy D song is called Big Daddy, and he produced that himself. So he produced a lot of shit. So Heavy D was an amazing producer as well as a rapper and. He just didn't get a lot of credit for his production. But yes, Heavy D produced uh, Fill It In The Air. Yeah, so. that's such a hidden oh. gem. Like, when I saw that yesterday, I'm like, really? I was like, I I honestly, I never knew, knew who produced that track. So, yeah, it was a fun little fun fact. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anything yeah, else that's pretty much, before, we, before we get out of here? That, that's pretty much all I got this week. Nah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to shout out Coach Popovich for getting a bag. Here comes the money. Here we go. Uh, hey. You were waiting on that, weren't you? They asked, they asked him what was, what was his motivating force, and he said his fucking paycheck. And I was like, what a legend. <laughs> and then I wanted to end it with something we kind of teased at the end of the last episode that we discussed last weekend, but the Red Wings. We got them. Mm, the Red Wings. We got them. Hours, hours after the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Hours after we discussed it. Uh, Alex uh, DeBrincat. Am I saying that yep. correctly? DeBrincat, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, from Ottawa Senators in exchange for Dominic Kubalik, Donovan Sobrango, a conditional first-round pick, and a fourth-round pick in 2024. So, Fine. Drew, I wanted yeah, you to express it. your excitement because, I mean, we don't touch on hockey a lot, but, I mean, as a person who's more familiar with hockey, give us just a little bit of your thoughts before we get out of here. Dude, I am so excited about that now because, like I said, he was a—he's been a two-time forty goal scorer, and I was trying to think, like, after hearing the pod again last week, what a forty goal scorer is like in the NBA. It's like a guy who pretty much gets twenty and ten every night. That kind of guy. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a—he's a tier two, could be a tier one now on this team with like Dylan Larkin and uh, Lucas Raymond. So. Uh, just listening to like 97-1 all week, they said he's just going to be a great fit to this team and they should be at least a playoff bound team. So I think Iserman's still working on getting another guy here, like a free agent guy. Uh, the rumor was Patrick Kane, which would be nasty oh. if we got him, but I don't know if we could afford him right now because we just took on to So yeah, we'll see. And then hey. the, uh, yeah, I can't remember the the guy we just drafted, the rookie, but they said he's looking good already too. So it's gonna last, good. Good things are coming. The last time the Red Wings had a forty goal score, it was uh, Marion Hosa. I'm pretty sure. God damn, that's crazy. That one year here, so yeah, no, he's able to. Was that what's what, what year was that? It was oh, only one year he was here. Right? Oh seven, oh eight, maybe. Oh seven, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. God, yeah. That was 2008-2009. Yeah, 2008, right okay. Whew. I saw the to switch topics about basketball real quick. I saw something the other day about the last 10 years of playoffs, who have the most playoff wins. The Warriors have lead it with 102 playoff wins over the last 10 years. The very bottom in the league is the Pistons with zero. Oh, that's too bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last time we made it to the playoffs, we got swept. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so sad. Right. Even the Magic have two playoff wins. That's what's sad. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> we just went from the best to the best to always being in the playoffs to slept and not even making it. So how know. quick it can happen is kind of scary for sports. Like how how dominant you can be for such a good amount of time, and then it just turns off in a second, and you lose everything. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So I do want to touch on real quick. Um, the Pistons have an interesting problem. I think Asar Thompson proved a lot of people, including myself. Um, that he's more ready, I think, than uh, I think a lot of people anticipated. Obviously, they already have kind of a core. They got Jaden Ivey. They got Cunningham. Uh, starting at the three or four would be uh, Bohan. The guy, the shooter. I think it's Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if Isaiah Stewart will come off the bench after he just got paid. I, I would find that hard to, to believe, but – you got Durin, you got Wiseman, but mm-hmm. you're gonna have to find some minutes for Thompson. Like I know they they, it's been a lot of discussion about possible trades, whether it be Dallas. Uh, a lot of teams are interested in Bogdanovich, but I mean, if he can get a, a jump shot, man, and he plays the way he played in summer league, I don't know. Pistons. Did you Pistons. see that trade proposal that uh the one for Dallas? It was Bogdanovich and Killian Hayes to get Tim Hardaway, yeah. and I can't remember. They the got turned guy. down. Javale like McGee. a draft got... pick. Javale, Javale, yeah. That that would yeah, be no that got turned Pistons, down. So I no, not at all. I did see it to answer your question, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it didn't make any damn sense, so I I, <laughs> I passed it quickly. But right, no, we, we're the Lions look like the most likely to make the playoffs. Fingers crossed. Um, mm-hmm. the Tigers. God, I don't even want to get into that right now. <laughs> got the Lions. I don't know what the Pistons are going to do. I don't expect – I don't have high expectations for them. But, yeah, no, we kind of do need the wings to, to to show us something. So, we shall see. Tigers mm-hmm. won Friday night. I'm, I can't remember what they did last They night. won last night, too. They won uh, last night, too. Oh. Dude, this oh, is shit. the first time – I had no clue the, the All-Star week was even going on until I seen on my social media <laughs> the clips of the home run derby, like – I've never not known that it was that time for baseball like this year. Like, I don't know what happened, but. And it came and went, too. It was like a matter yeah, of a couple did. days it was done. Dude, yeah. <laughs> nobody discussed the actual All-Star game. Like, I don't even know who won the actual All-Star game. It, it just. I'm yeah. not going to lie, though. The Home Run Derby has always been the highlight of All-Star weekend. Just like the slam mm-hmm. dunk contest used to be, you know. like for sure. Yeah. there. I mean, the All-Star game. You got the best pitchers like throwing heat in there, and like they change so much, it's hard to even get hits off some of those guys. It's tough, but I don't know. The home run derby, they said it was like one of the best ones ever this year. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't either. I had no clue what was going on. It was already happening. So just wanted to throw it out there. I just want to see Otani make it to the World Series because I need to see it. I need to see him pitch hand hit. That'd be dope. Yeah. Dude, apparently they're listening to offers for him, and I'm just hoping that the Yankees don't step in and swoop him up. I don't know how you would ever trade a um, guy that looks like the best baseball player to, to almost – Right. Bro. Hey, he I, looked better I, than Bay. pitching the hitting Even even think about the Bay Bruce and the Hank Aarons, like, they was elite, but they wasn't, yeah. they wasn't throwing and they hitting won. away. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Otani is is not human. I don't know how you would ever trade that, but that's that's crazy. I'm just hoping the Yankees can get him. He make that shit look like it's easy too. Like he don't even he don't even look like he's sweating. Like yo, this is light work for you niggas. Like I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> six five. 
has a monster arm, has mm-hmm. speed that's unreal, like literally has no weakness. I, I I couldn't believe when I heard they were listening to offers, but God, fingers crossed the Yankees don't get them. Like, did that, you hear that, what he could projected to be paid, Otani? Bro, shit, I'm I'm, I'm assuming at least half a million. He gonna get five. It was seventy to eighty million. No, they said he could get seventy to eighty million a year, which would be nuts. What the fuck? You're the best hitter and the best pitcher in baseball. Like, I mean, that's that's paying for two jobs. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What he gets? There's an argument that he's almost underpaid. Like, yeah. (laughs) One of the best athletes of our generation. That honestly, yeah. No, I, I love to see where his career goes, but. Yeah, that's all it's, that I got, man. I say he's one of the best athletes of the generation. Still, nobody watches baseball compared to NFL and NBA. It's that's, crazy. That's true. That's true. Put it, I mean, if he's in the World Series, though, against – I don't even know who they play against, but it has to be someone with stars. That could bring baseball back, potentially. Speaking of, it looks like boxing is slowly but surely making its way back. There's going to be some good fights yeah. coming up. Uh, Canelo fight fighting uh one of the twins, oh, Charlo twins, yeah, Charlo, Charlo twin, yeah, that should be a good one. Didn't didn't uh oh Anthony Joshua just agree to fight somebody too? When's that big fight? The uh the Crawford fight? I think the twenty. I think the end of the next month. I thought I saw something for Wilder and Anthony Joshua, but I don't think that's been confirmed. Boxing is trying its best to become relevant again, and I'm loving it because boxing is a sport I think does so much. So, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> the 29th, the uh, uh, Crawford gotcha. and Spence fight is the 29th. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Of this month, right? Yep. Oh, anything else? No, nah, I good. think that's it. <laughs> well, until next time, this has been another great, fantastic, excellent <laughs> episode of Two Hip Hop Sensei's and the Casual. Y'all be easy. Why? Take care. You like that? (laughs) (laughs) Two senseis in a casual.